No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by The Wrestling Realm. Yeah, I know. Programming has switched up a little bit. You know, we got more wrestling. We got Raw on Monday nights. Impact on Tuesdays, which I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have access to TV, so I don't get a chance to watch it as much. But I will try to cover it from time to time because I'm going to find a way to watch it. But then we got, on Wednesdays, the Wednesday Night Wars. AEW and NXT simultaneously going at it at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And then Thursdays, there's a couple other promotions going on. Then Fridays, we have SmackDown. So, I was like, you know, I could do the show on Wednesdays, but then that's too far from what happened last week on SmackDown. And then in a case like this week, where SmackDown was so good, I wanted to talk about it right away. I said, you know what? I'm going to try again doing a two-week episode. You know, two times a week episode. We're going to see how this plays out. I appreciate everybody's support, everybody's patience. So let's get right into it. You know what? Let's roll it. Top rope this week. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. All right, so the top rope this week, folks, it's finally happened. Bailey, she has a new attitude. You remember I told you a while ago, a little over a year ago, when Bailey and Sasha was having their issues, and there was this whole thing about Bailey and you know Sasha, and they had to meet with the counselor, which led them to eventually become the first women's tag team champions of the modern era. But at that time, I was pulling for a Bailey heel turn. I said, everybody talks about Sasha is going to turn on Bailey. And if you remember, Bailey snapped, beat up Sasha in ways that we just never seen Bailey act before. And suddenly, you know, the crowd started cheering her. And I said, you know what? That's fine. But I want to see a Bailey heel turn. Let's get that going. Let's see something different. We fast forward Monday Night Raw on Labor Day. It was Bailey getting it done. You know, she came out there. She attacked Becky Lynch. She sided with Sasha Banks. But was it the heel turn that we thought we were going to get? No, because Bailey said, what's wrong? I'm teaching you as a role model. I'm teaching you to be loyal to your friends. That's who you should always, you should always be loyal to your friends. And then she would stick with Sasha, but she was still, this attitude was like, I'm still Bailey. I'm still a cheerful person, but Sasha's my best friend. Sasha has always had my back, so I'm going to be loyal to her, and you should see what I'm doing. Well, this past Tuesday, excuse me, I'm just in the habit. This past Friday on SmackDown, we saw it all come ahead. Bailey did what I had been waiting for her to do, and that was show up with a new attitude. When she came out, we saw the hair look different. She cut her hair. Straight black. No more ponytail. You know, most people say the ponytail was a little juvenile. Not maybe, you know, it was her way of connecting with the crowd. If you remember a couple of years ago when she was in NXT, it was right after or right before she became the NXT Women's Champion. Triple H said, um, 
that Bailey was his daughter's favorite wrestler. And he said he didn't understand it, but she had a way of connecting with the younger audience. Then, but now we see, you know, the haircut, the new attitude in the ring, and she cheated to become the new SmackDown Live Women's Champion. And I know a lot of people have an issue with this. They said, well, why does Charlotte, you know, they're going to just keep racking up her title reign. You got to look at it like this. But it's heel turn to happen. Charlotte's the only person who could one, in my opinion, on the roster, who could get it over in a sense of taking the title from her and then Bailey taking it back without her being damaged. If you look at somebody like Ember Moon, who Bailey had an issue with, and Bailey said, Look, you know, I mean, Ember said, You just mad because, you know, people aren't talking about you as much. You know, little stuff like that. You're second fiddle, you're lost thought, you know, if they, if, if Ember would have won the title only to give it right back to Bailey, people are like, oh, you know, that's not fair to bury Ember Moon, uh, which well wishes out to her, you know, I've heard that she, uh, I've read that she's injured, you know, so we definitely wish her the best. And then you look at somebody like, um, even with Carmella or anybody else, it just wouldn't have worked. Charlotte, uh, solidified so she could lose the title to Bailey, and then the whole point of Bailey in this situation, making having this new attitude change, was because she lost the title held in a cell. And you go back, look at the storytelling. She sat there, she was devastated. You know, her and Sasha had both lost their championship opportunities. Sasha losing um, the match to Becky Lynch and not becoming champion, and Bailey losing her title. And that's when she had this epiphany. This isn't going to work. And she just simply said, screw all of you. So I thought this was great. I've been looking forward to it. I listened to her on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast a few uh, years ago. And she said that, you know, she knew it was time for a change. What could she do? Maybe she could change her hair. Maybe she would wear her hair straight. So when I saw the haircut, it took me back to when she was on Austin's podcast. And that's what it was. And I said, wow, this is amazing. How about this? Two weeks in a row on SmackDown, uh, we saw the crowning of new champions. Unfortunately, Brock Lesnar would take the title from Kofi Kingston in record fashion with eight seconds. But this week, we saw Bayley. So, wait, you know, WWE's coming in hot with this Fox partnership. But speaking of partnership, one thing that was really cool, you know, was the way the draft was presented. I mean, it felt like when you tune in in April and watch the NFL draft or tune in in June and watch the NBA draft. You know, you saw the tickers at the bottom. You saw the conversation. Now, you know, the smart marks might not have liked the fact that a guy like Troy Aikman and Joe Buck was all up there talking about it, or even the Fox sports panel of uh, Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, all of them sitting there talking about the draft. But I loved it. It was a great way it was presented. It was presented as a shoot a sports competition. So I thought this was great. Um, you know, I'm just go over here and look at some of these results, you know, uh, for raw first overall pick Becky Lynch. Well, you know, I get that. She's the women's champion. I personally say, look, I'm over Becky Lynch. I know a lot of people aren't, but this is just my personal thoughts. You know, I'm over her. I'm ready to see a new champion. Uh, but there's no denying the man has become a phenomenon, something we haven't seen before. So, for that, I understand why. You know, I guess you want to keep pushing her to the moon. Is she Stone Cold Steve Austin hot? Absolutely not. But 
she is out there doing her thing. But oh, first overall pick for Monday Night Raw, not a bad pick at all. You know, it, you you obviously people would say, well, why ain't go Sasha or Charlotte? Becky has the strap. She's the champion. You want to protect what you already have, and that's your champion. So what that says to me is that Becky Lynch is more valuable than Seth Rollins, who was the Universal Champion. But the number so she was the number one pick, and I mean, well, I guess we really can't count Seth Rollins, but and in that case, you really shouldn't have to count Becky Lynch. But whatever, I don't. I'm not making these rules here because uh, Seth nor Brock got drafted, so I guess they would automatically assume that they were to Raw. But you know, you wanted to keep Becky over, so you had to make it a big deal. Um, number one SmackDown pick Roman Reigns. So I thought you know they went with the video game cover uh, gal on the cover guy, so it made sense. So the real draft happened. The next pick in the first round, the OC. You know, Raw protecting. I get you know the Golden Goose, AJ Styles. They knew what he was, how valuable he was to SmackDown. So they said, "No, nah, we want we want him." You know, he's the United States Champion. So that's another title they wanted to make sure they kept. Uh, but SmackDown made a big pick, picking up the theme, Bray Wyatt. I love this move because, one, it gets us away from Seth and Bray, which we saw, if you remember, during the match. It was a, um, the way Raw was awarded the number one pick, one-on-one match between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, who actually did a great job in this uh, match. The great storytelling, you know, it was like no longer is this about the brotherhood. You know, they went out, they fought tooth and nail. Uh, but the Fiend interfered, giving Seth Rollins the win. Uh, so now let's see who he picks with. That's what I want to know. Could he be the guy to take out Brock Lesnar? I got more thoughts on that later. Um, but then Raw went selected Randy Orton. I think Orton is great for Raw. I think USA Network said, "Look, y'all ain't gonna get everybody. We want a superstar, goddammit." So they made sure they got him. SmackDown getting Sasha Banks. This is good because this makes me wonder, especially what just happened. You know, when I first saw it, I said, "Okay, we're gonna get some more Sasha and Charlotte." But now I'm wondering, what are we going to get with Bailey and Sasha? Are they going to be champions? Are they going to be feuding? Would Sasha make that face turn, even though she kind of just made the heel turn? I don't think so, not just yet. But you could gear us towards a Bailey versus Sasha SmackDown main event for WrestleMania, or you could give us a triple threat match. Um Bobby Lashley and Ricochet, they'll stay on Raw. Braun Strowman going to SmackDown. That that's decent, you know. Freshen up, you know. I'm uh, Fox, <laughs> you know. Fox getting. I think they wanted to make sure they had him, especially with Tyson, his feud with Tyson Fury. But also, just imagine a crossover appeal you could do with a Braun Strowman on some of these other shows, putting him on an NFL Network. I mean, NFL uh, Sunday. Just a lot of stuff. You got to think beyond wrestling. Um, so that's the thing that he, these opportunities that he's not going to have with in um, with um, USA. Um, so you know, I, I'm not going to go over everything. Just a couple more points I want to hit on. Uh, Alexa Bliss staying on SmackDown. I mean, going to staying on Raw or going to Raw. Yeah. Yeah, her and Nikki Cross are both on Monday Night Raw. Thought that was good. I thought it was cool that you saw Nikki Cross's reaction on Instagram. Like, whoo, I'm still with my friend. They're going after the tag titles again. Um, really like this tag team, so I'm glad they did not split them up. Um, they're probably, honestly, the best women's tag team champions because they defended the titles. Um, and they took pride in holding those titles. 
But then we have Kevin Owens going to Monday Night Raw. That's another one. Um, look for if, if Owens goes heel, I would love to see that so we can get him and Rollins. I know we had that before, but I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Uh, but if he stays face, who knows? You know, time will tell. So those are, uh, you know, we got some undrafted free agents as of now. Um, so uh, I guess it's an undrafted free agent, Cesaro, Chad Gable, uh, Humberto Carrillo, and Akira Tozawa. Eligible to be drafted on Monday. So Seth Rollins and Lesnar are eligible. I don't see them moving. That's, I mean... You know, so that answers the question I had before. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, Titus O'Neil. Shinsuke staying because AJ's on Raw. Um, expect, I wonder, are they going to do some trades? Uh, so that's, I mean, yeah, AJ's on Raw. But uh, Titus O'Neil, Alistair Black, Daniel Bryan. I could see Daniel Bryan going to Monday Night Raw. Um, just because, nah, but then again, I mean, I could see Fox wanting to take advantage of the whole yes movement. So, I'm going to actually predict him staying there. Uh, Andrade, he's staying on SmackDown for reasons we know. Uh, so, um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, to see Charlotte get drafted to Monday Night Raw. I know she seems like somebody that Fox would want to kind of keep on their brand, but I just don't see having the four horse, three of the four horse women on one show. I feel like they always keep it where it's two and two. I could be wrong, but I, that's the way I feel. And wherever Charlotte goes, that's where Andrade goes. So um, those are just a couple predictions. I would like to see Jinder Mahal back on SmackDown now. I want to see him get kind of get going again. Uh, you know, I know a lot. Some people liked him. Some people didn't. You know, I enjoy him. Rey Mysterio is going to SmackDown, uh, especially with Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar, we know where that's happening. So, uh, and then, you know, they got the teams. The New Day, you know, where did the New Day go? Do they? I would like to see them go to Monday Night Raw, uh, get them beefing with the OC, but get Kofi Kingston on the Universal Championship path. Do not bury Kofi Kingston. That's what, you know, uh, I got to give a shout out to my boy Blake from, uh, well, you've seen Blake on here before, but he's also, you know, his podcast, Three Dope Dudes and a Mic. He, he talked about how he would book Kofi on SmackDown and taking the Universal Championship from Seth Rollins. So uh, check out their podcast. And so that's a little bit far as the draft results. Um, I'm going to take a quick break. And after I come back, I'm going to talk more about um, the New Day and Kofi Kingston. I got a quick word for me from the wrestling realm. The creative process seems to be the topic of choice in professional wrestling. That being said, the wrestling realm would like you to know that as far as the creative process is concerned, we would never do anything to disrespect or disregard each other's ideas when it comes out to putting the best product for the wrestling realm. gentlemen so make sure you are subscribed to the wrestling realm on youtube right here where you can see more crazy stuff like what you just saw so new day the oc i was talking about it before the break one of the things that i'm you know i really would love to see is like i said kofi kingston stay in the main event picture 
do not waste him like you did Jinder Mahal WWE. You look at what happened with Mahal, right? He won the championship. He had it for six months, lost it to AJ Styles, had a rematch. Boom. He's back to mid-card. Kofi Kingston, here's a guy who the whole thing was a story that's rise to the top. That's him showing us he is a main eventer. Going out there each and every week, proving it. Now, understand that he's probably not going to be always... We knew, Everybody knew I was going to be champion for 365 days. We ain't stupid. But when stuff like this happens, you don't want to see these guys kick the, to the curb. AJ Styles had a you know lengthy title reign. But even when he wasn't champion anymore, he maintained relevancy. Now, you know, with the OC, he's United States champion. You don't look at it as so much as a demotion because he's sitting out there still able to put on good matches. He's on the show every week. That's what I would like to see with Kofi Kingston. And I would also like to see the rest of the New Day elevated. You know, perhaps Big E get a shot and actually get a universal championship reign. Say with Xavier Woods down the line. You know, so... Hopefully, we'll see that happen. Hopefully, we'll see that Kofi Kingston winning, broke open the glass ceiling, and opened the door for other folks. Now, I got to check out this um, SmackDown show that they, uh, well, I guess it's like a post-SmackDown on Fox show. I got to check that out. Um, Haven't been able to check it out yet, but from what I hear, you know, that's what CM Punk was asked to be a part of. And he said, you know, he would listen. So... But um, let's move on over. Crown Jewel, WWE Crown Jewel coming up on Halloween. They had a presser, and, you know, it's official. Cain Velasquez taking on Brock Lesnar there, folks. So I know a lot of people will talk about, you know, why Cain Velasquez, including myself. Uh, I did watch it. I enjoyed the promo that Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman had where they discussed it, and you know, is Brock Heyman was talking about the fear and you know that that also faithful night when I mean, if you go back and watch it, you'll see he was destroyed. Cain Velasquez destroyed Brock Lesnar. My first time seeing it was a couple of weeks ago. I saw, heard about it, but when I saw it, I'm like, wow, I wouldn't be surprised that Cain Velasquez beats him so bad, but then doesn't realize that. You know, somehow, and we have to understand, he was a, he's a wrestler, he's been in AAA, he's done moves and stuff, he's worked matches, but it went to a point because it's so personal what Brock did to Ray and Dominic that he would be so bad that he would get himself disqualified because he's ignoring a referee's five count or, you know, something like that. Um, but I do think this will ultimately set up for Brock Lesnar to get his win back. <laughs> that You know, that's wrestling. That's, that's no other way to put it. That's wrestling. That seems to be what happens a lot of times. So, uh, But then we also got Tyson Fury taking on Braun Strowman. <sighs> I guess this is a way to get us to really care about Braun in a sense. Um, you know, this guy's had six Universal Championship matches, but they won't give him the strap, and I'm wondering why. I understand when they say sometimes a big man is hard to get sympathy on, but for goodness sakes, Put the title on him at least once to see the way, you know, especially as a baby face, he could represent the company well. 
especially considering when you see what he's done, I've seen personally what he's done for like, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundations and uh, children who are sick. You know, he even tweeted, best part of the job. So this is a guy who could represent your company going out there. So I don't know what the deal is. I can tell you this, I'm over Seth Rollins. Um, him being WWE Universal Champion doesn't do anything. I'm not really satisfied that he's in the Hogan versus Flair match coming up. Uh, why? He's the champ. Um, but who knows? You know, Maybe they'll lead, this will lead us to a Seth Rollins-Randy Orton feud. Who, hey, go ahead and put the title back on Orton, for goodness sakes. He's never been Universal Champion. Let's make him the most decorated champion for real. That's all I'm saying. Um, WWE 2K20 is coming out. Um, have you checked out the game? Um, have you pre-ordered? I have. Uh, so I'm excited for it. Highest rated lady on the show, of course, do you have to ask? It's um, Becky Lynch. <laughs> um, uh, Becky Lynch. Um, you know, she uh, was a 92, I believe. I had it up. Sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, so Becky Lynch, highest rated on the show um, when they did the rating. Uh, 90, I'm sorry. Rated reveal. Uh, Seth Rollins is a 92. Roman Reigns is a 92. Charlotte Flair, 87. No, 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 no. So, where's you got Sasha Banks as a flat 80? So... I understand that a lot of the times these ratings are done with, um, you know, win and loss records. And I understand that, like, okay, but there has to be somebody in the room. Somebody saying, okay, let's look at this person's body of work. Kind of like PWI 500, right? You mean to tell me that Becky Lynch is 10 points better than Sasha Banks as a character? in the ring, that if I'm sitting there playing the game, that she's 10 points better. So let's just look at it like this, right? I'm playing the game with my son who's 9 years old, about to be 10. He has a great understanding of the game, better than what he would have 3 4 years ago. So you mean to tell me that he's always going to have the advantage if he chooses Becky Lynch and I choose Sasha Banks? That makes no sense to me. Um, I haven't checked out Bailey's rating, but I would hope that she's close to Charlotte. I think Charlotte and Becky Lynch should be the same, honestly. Like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> um, so that just doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, you know, you look at the legends. Oh, excuse me. But, yeah, you you, you know, and Sasha Banks even tweeted that she was unhappy. Um making a statement about they just mad that she didn't do their commercial. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. But yeah, you look at the legends. Hogan's a 92. Flair's a 80. I mean, 90. Shout out to my boy Seymour from high school because Seymour and I go back and forth on who's better, Hogan or Flair. Look, Seymour, <laughs> WW2K knows the deal. Hogan's a 92. Rick Flair's a 90. It's Hogan over Flair. Flair's the greatest wrestler. Hogan's the greatest superstar. So, and who won more matches head-to-head? I'm just saying. So, yeah, with WWE 2K coming out, I think uh, it's going to be really good. I'm interested to see. um, You know, I'm interested to play the game each and every year. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, it's just a roster upgrade. 
or X, Y, Z, you know, people will complain. And I do know that the roster, you know, they took out a lot of people. Um, Aiden English won't be in the game. All right, so let's go with the obvious, right? Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, DDP, Hideo Tommy. We knew they wasn't going to be in there. Uh, but Aiden English, he's still part of the roster. Uh, they finally got rid of Baron Blade. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, I wonder who's going to be the default person or whatever. But uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, that's interesting. Uh, Jacqueline, no Jackie, no Ivory, no Lex Luger. So I'm not sitting up here and acting like I play with these guys all the time, but I'm just wondering, wait, okay, more people. No Ric Flair, no Leo Rush. Leo Rush, but he just won the championship. I guess the issues that they were or were not having. So, um, but yeah, no Rick Rude. Now, that's sad. Uh, no Rick Rude, no Rikishi, no Psycho Sid, no Tatanka, no Godfather, no Vader. So, um, you know, I don't get it. I really don't. So, hopefully they fix that. You know, we shall see. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap things up. Uh, oh, yeah. Brock, okay. Oh, no. Hold on. No, I got some more rings I want to talk about. Sorry. The Fiend, 86. Or I guess this. Yeah, that's The Fiend. Right? He's 86. Mm, all right. But Brock Lesnar's a 93. Makes sense. What I'm really happy about is Kofi Kingston finally is just due being a 90. And then AJ Styles being a 91. So, I don't think AJ Styles is better than Seth Rollins, but I understand Universal Championship reign. That was the case, really, you should have put Seth Rollins and Kofi as the same. But, then again, we have to admit, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar not once, but twice in the six-month span. So, uh, but nonetheless, folks, that's going to do it for this week, or I should say this edition of Breaking Down with Brian H. More than likely, I'll be coming to you Wednesday night, or best best. Yeah, best to say Thursday morning, right after WWE's uh, and AEW's war Wednesday night war to discuss Monday and Wednesday. And I'm going to try to see what I can get from uh, Impact Wrestling. See, see if anything we want to talk about. But uh, make sure you check out the Wrestling Realm. Make sure you are subscribed to us on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Click the bell. Get a notification every time I drop a new episode. And then also make sure you are um, follow us on Twitter at WrestleRome. Follow me at Brian H. Waters. So, till the next time, folks. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the WrestleRome posts new content.